This is a CNA podcast. Can you give us your quick thoughts on the following? Credit cards. This is not your money. Buy now, pay later. Buy only you have provided for it. YOLO spending. You live only once you don't want to live in debts. Debt spiral. You want to climb up? You have to make the effort. Good debt versus bad debt. All debts, you must know that you can pay before you take on. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Money Talks. I'm Sarah Alcaldi. Have you seen something online that you simply had to have and bought it even if you didn't have the cash for it? That's where a range of credit comes in. Credit cards, installment payments, and buy-now-pay-later schemes. There are so many options if you really want to make that purchase. What we may not know is that it could come at a heavy cost in the end. Pushing back payments can become a pile of debt that can also get out of control. So when do a few late credit card payments turn into a serious problem? What can you do when you fall behind on your bills? And is all debt really bad? With us to talk all about this is Tan Wei Min of Credit Counseling Singapore. It's an independent, non-profit social service agency that provides financial counseling and debt management services. Thanks so much, Wei for joining us today and Thank you giving for us your time. Me. Now, I'm sure you've heard all kinds of stories when it comes to debt problems, especially with the work that you do. What was the biggest debt issue that you've encountered? The debt size, right? Yeah. I think it was about $2 million unsecured borrowing. Oh, so it is a lot of money. Of mortgage yes. and everything. It's about $2 million. Wow. And in fact, we have a handful of people owing $1, $2 million that we actually managed to work out a repayment mm. arrangement for them. It's a big commitment for them to pay, of course, with the support of their families. Not the family's members helping them to pay, but the family members will take care of the household expenses oh. so that the person can use his own earnings to make the repayment. What yes. do they do? $2 million? Um, Sums related to gambling. As you know, oh, once you touch on gambling, right. it's a lot of money. And of course, some of them, they say they lost in stock market. Oh, so they okay, punt in that sense. So once you touch on this type of investment or gambling, the debt size is usually very huge. Generally speaking, bigger than other people who more like spending or due to job or due to other reasons. Wow. How often do you come across people with serious debt problems? And is there a certain type of person that would fall into this? Or do they come from all walks of life? All walks of life. Being in debt doesn't mean that the persons are not educated or not financially savvy. We see clients from people who do not have a lot of education to people who are university graduates and postgrads. Mm. We see people who are earning not a lot of money. There were people who used to earn better income that qualify for credit cards and subsequently because of employment issue and whatever other issue, their income dropped substantially. So when they came to us, they may be earning less than $2,000 a month. But we also have people who earn five figures a month to come really? to see us. Yes, it's really all works of life because the thing is, getting into debt is normally not due to just one reason. It's normally a few reasons. It could be employment-related, meaning pay card, 
mm-hmm. when times is not good. Mm-hmm. Just like COVID time, yeah. people are asked to work three days a week or mm-hmm. four days a week and your income will drop substantially. Mm-hmm. But commitments are already made. Yeah. And it's your spending good be, is already high or yes, it's already yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more of the commitments. Spending, you oh, can do something about okay. it to okay. a certain extent. But commitments meaning that you already taken up a few loans mm. that you need to service. Mm. Uh, that, we will have to continue to pay even during COVID time. Mm-hmm. So if I have very high commitments, mm-hmm. I will find it very challenging if I have a pay cut. But worse is, of course, job loss. And if I do not really have a lot of savings that can see me through until I get my next job, that means mm-hmm. people will rely on credit facilities to take care of their living expenses. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are other reasons like overspending. Basically, mm. spending without planning. And of course, there are also some unfortunate reasons that could be due to a sudden medical bill that is really mm. huge and perhaps there's no sufficient insurance coverage or no mm. coverage at all. Mm-hmm. There are also other reasons like the person is really kind. Oh no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the friends or the family members come and ask him for a loan and no. then he doesn't have savings himself but he wants to help. So he take credit facilities to give out the loan or mm-hmm. agree to be a personal guarantor. Mm-hmm. Now, the friend or the family members may not be a bad person who borrowed and didn't want to repay. But the problem is, the person really got no way to repay you. Yeah. But you are the person who took up the loan. You are the personal guarantor. Yeah. The creditors will come after you mm-hmm. because you are the one who borrowed it. Here in Singapore, a lot of us have debt mortgage payments, for example. Some have personal loans for renovations, weddings, credit cards are quite common. So when does debt become a problem? Pretty much everyone borrows. Yeah. A debt become an issue is that the outstanding amount is increasing okay. over time. That means I'm owing more and more. That so is taking issue. up more Yes, loans. because I'm borrowing more. Okay. And it will be a serious problem when I can't even service my debts or I'm actually borrowing to service my debts. Mm. That is really a problem. And if my creditors start calling me, that is serious problem. Then, of course, the most serious one is when my creditors actually take legal actions against me because of me not making payment promptly or not making any payment at all. Mm. So there are different stages. But mm. the red flag is when I look at my money statements, it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And I actually have to use credit to pay for my living expenses before my next paycheck. Mm-hmm. But of course, like I said, once the phone starts coming, that mm-hmm. is definitely bad. You talked about the reasons why people find themselves in debt problems. Are there similarities among the people who have this problem? Because you mentioned they could come from all walks of yes, life. Yes, they can yes. have big paychecks. Yes. So from your experience, are there similarity? I can't say that they really have a similarity because it can be arranged in terms mm. of their earning capacity, in terms of their education level. Mm. But I would say majority of them, 60-70% of them, they are more males than females. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why? The men tends to spend on bigger items. I see. Like maintaining Cars? a car. Okay. Yes. And maintaining a car in Singapore is really expensive. Increasingly now, we are seeing buy now, pay later mm-hmm. schemes. Mm-hmm. On one hand, it helps people who are trying to make a big purchase without really burning a hole in their pocket. Interest-free is what they call it as well. 
But has it led to overspending here in Singapore? And how can we protect ourselves from spending too much? We don't really have data on this BNPL. And my understanding, buy now, pay later at this juncture, I don't think there are many expensive items that you can really buy now, pay later. That said, even small amounts can become a problem. Okay. If I buy many things under BNPL, it could add up to a substantial amount. Mm. If I buy one item, $300, to repay over three months, $100 per month, I can. Mm. Not a problem. Then I go and buy another item, $600, spread over three months. So it's $200. I think I still can manage $200. But I forgot, I already committed $100. Mm. Then now $200. Mm-hmm. It becomes $300. If I'm not very clear about my cash flow position and things like that, in reality, maybe I can only commit up to $100. Mm. But now I got $300 to service and I continue to spend as per normal. Then I may find, eh, I may not have enough money, you know. Then the thing is that if I got savings, okay, I use my savings to pay. But if I don't have savings, then I may actually find money too tight Mm -hmm. or money not enough. Mm -hmm. So making too many commitments at one shot during a short period of time, it can become a problem. So it's not that you can't buy things. It's just that when you buy, you need to know, do you have the money to service it if you buy it on installment payment? You talked about when debt is a problem and the red flags that we have to watch out for. What point does it become out of control that you really need to go seek help? If I really notice my outstanding keep going up and not down, I should be sitting down to take stock and see whether I need to seek help or not. If I receive a phone call from my creditors, Mm. definitely better go and do something about it. Mm. Or the fact that I need to apply for new credit facilities Mm. in order to take care of my expenses and to make payment to my existing credit facilities, that is definitely Mm -hmm. time to do something about it. What can they do? Of course, they can come forward to Credit Counseling Singapore Mm -hmm. for assistance. We hold a weekly talk on how to manage a debt problem. Mm -hmm. Every week, we have an English version. Either once to twice a month, we have a Chinese version. Mm -hmm. It's free of charge. Go to our website, www.ccs.org.sg. We will talk about the do's and the don'ts. Mm -hmm. We will talk about what are the options available to address a debt problem. Mm -hmm. We also talk about if I can't service my debts, what possible collections actions I may face. But assuming after attending the talk, you are still confused or you would like to speak to someone just to get a neutral third party opinion, you're most welcome to fill up the counselling request package so you can have a private session with our credit counsellor. And the credit counsellor will help you to stock take and work with the borrower to draw up a monthly living expense budget Mm-hmm. and help them to work out a repayment arrangement to their creditors. Mm-hmm. We will then drop a proposal to submit to his creditors on his behalf. And then the creditors will then decide whether they are prepared to accept what he proposed. If the creditors accept what he proposed, then now the board is in his court. He just needs to make payment according to what he has proposed. Mm-hmm. And as long as he makes the payment in full on time every month, Mm. He can see himself become debt-free a few years down the road. But at the end of it, you still need to pay the debt. Of course. People who chose not to pay their debts, they will have to face consequences, Mm -hmm. meaning facing legal actions that includes being made a bankrupt. Hi, I'm Adrian Tan. And I'm Crispina Robert. We are the host of a new podcast called Work It. 
We're here to get into the essential things that no one tells you about working in company culture from office politics to dealing with burnout. If you've ever wanted to eavesdrop on an interesting conversation by the water cooler, this podcast is for you. Look out for our episodes wherever you get your podcast. Some people might think, oh, I have a debt problem. Let me just file for bankruptcy. What are the implications? Okay, I think bankruptcy should be seen as the last resort to manage a debt problem. If a person has a debt problem, I would strongly suggest that the person find alternative solutions. If all solutions have been explored and didn't work, of course, the person may want to consider bankruptcy. Other solutions include talking to your creditors directly. Some creditors may offer you their own in-house debt relief plan. If that helps, then there's no need to go for bankruptcy. Mm. But assuming you can't work things out with all your creditors and you have nothing that you can sell to raise funds, of course, you can come forward to Credit Counseling Singapore. If you're suitable and you want it, we can put up a debt management program. But assuming the person can't even work out a debt management program through us, and no other ways, then of course bankruptcy is a solution. Bankruptcy record is publicly searchable. So if you do not want to have record, do not take it lightly. Mm, It doesn't mean that I don't have to pay my debts. I still have to pay. Mm. It's just that because I'm not able to pay under the standard terms and conditions, Mm. I will be probably asked to pay a fraction of it. As a bankrupt, I do have to be mindful. For example, I can't travel without first getting permission. Mm. And for some people, depending on their professions, it could become a hindrance Mm. because I may not get my license renewed if I am a bankrupt. So there are responsibility expected of a bankrupt on top of making the money contribution and target contribution in order for me to get this charge with record removed. What's the worst that can happen if you try to just escape your debt or not handle it as you should? Of course, your debt size will get bigger. Mm-hmm. To the extent that your creditors probably will also take legal action against the person, which could be reach of seizure and sale, someone will go to the house okay. of the borrower, place stickers on the items oh. that have been seized. Of course, you cannot remove those items because it's been seized, right? If no payment arrangement is being made, one day, the Galanguni men, second-hand goods buyers, will go to the house together with the bailiff, the auctioner, to sell away the items. I see. Yeah, they have the right to sell away. It could be very traumatizing la, because this is yeah. done at the home. home. Yeah, yeah. if you've got neighbours, mm-hmm. it's possible that your neighbours be seen. If you do not want to face that type of situation, then I think the person should try to make arrangement to repay the creditors so that the creditors won't take this action. Mm-hmm. The other possible action is to sue the person bankrupt. For people who are bankrupted, we have launched a new service, mm-hmm. a support program for the bankrupts and their families. Okay. It is what we call the Bankruptcy Rehabilitation Program. Mm-hmm. We will help them to draw up a money budget that help them to meet their money contribution and target contribution so that if they meet their MCTC, they can see themselves getting discharged and having their record removed from publicly searchable records. Mm. People with a money issue, whether bankrupt or not, they have a lot of stress, especially the bankrupts, newly bankrupted individuals. There's probably a lot of emotional turmoil and relationship issues. So we have talks that teach people how to better manage their relationship problem, Mm. their mental stress and psychological stress. And we have a unit 
they can talk to the bankrupts and the bankrupt's family mm -hmm. to ascertain what mm -hmm. are their other needs so that we can do referral for mm -hmm. them to seek help from other agencies. Yeah. yeah, and then they can get out of it too. That's the yes. hope, right? Yes, and yeah. they get out of it and get their bankruptcy record removed yeah. from publicly searchable records. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's your friend or your mm. family member mm. that's in a debt problem? Maybe mm. not you, mm. but what can you do to help other people? Mm. Sometimes they realize the situation, sometimes they don't. If you know of a friend who actually in debt, but he is in denial, yeah. which oftentimes that's what happened. Mm. I have family members calling us, can you please help my so-and-so? We say that we can't help him unless he wants to be helped. You see, Because the debt is under his name. Mm. No one can do anything. Of course, you can help him to pay, but we all know it's not helping. Because once you help him to pay... Chances are, again, based on our experience, is that people who get into debt again because mm. their families help them to pay. Oh. Right. And sometimes the family members is actually in no financial position to help. So the family members go and borrow. That is even worse. Oh, so now it's not just one person in debt, but two persons are mm. in debt. Even if the family members has got financial capacity to help. Generally speaking, the person in debt, many times they don't learn from this yeah. experience very likely they will get into trouble again. Yeah. So there's no end to it. Right. Of course, you can talk to the person, make some agreements. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. I can imagine it must be really tough because first of all, the debtor is in denial. The person can get angry yeah. and not cooperative. So being a friend or being a family member really have to be very patient. If you're someone who's vulnerable or easily tempted mm. to borrow or use credit cards and take up loans, is the solution just using cash and not taking up any debt as much as possible? Yes, I would say so. If a person is really very, what I call, impulsive, mm -hmm. compulsive mm -hmm. to make purchases, frankly speaking, don't have any credit cards. Because if you don't have the cards with you, you can't buy things that you don't have cash to purchase. And the worst scenario is that you use up your savings mm -hmm. because you still have your debit card, right? Mm. <laughs> but at least you don't have a credit issue. Okay. Of course, you still have to find a way to see how to leave the balance day until you get your next paycheck. Mm -hmm. But I think that is still, a, in a way, smaller problem to address than having a $10,000 credit card bill outstanding to address. Some say that not all debt is bad, that yes. there's good debt and yes. bad debt. Mm -hmm. How do you know the difference? Some saying is that debts that you take on can help generate income okay. or build human capital. I take a loan, mm -hmm. when I graduate, I earn, earn more. more yeah. Or I take a loan, invest in a property that mm. can generate rental income. We still have to be careful, mm. mindful about how much debt to take. No doubt there is potential, but I still have to think of, am I able to service? Yeah. I think that is still a very important question to answer mm -hmm. before we apply for a loan. Yeah. There are things to consider. To make it simple, we call it PAO, P-A-O. P stands for purpose. Mm. So what is the purpose of taking on this loan? Do I really need to buy that? Mm. And must I really buy now? <laughs> Assuming it is a must. For example, I am a freelancer mm -hmm. and my work requires me to have a computer mm. and my computer broke down. Mm -hmm. Of course, computer is my tool of trade. So I need to buy. At least I know why I'm taking on installment to purchase the computer. Then the second question, power, right? A. Mm. A is affordability. 
So the question is, how much can I afford to service the money installment for this computer? So I need to stock it. What is my cash flow? What is my earning? Assuming my capacity to service the installment payment is maybe $150 per month. That is my capacity to service. Then if my computer is going to cost $150 money installment to pay over the next 12 months, then okay, not too bad. Mm. So don't go and buy a $4,000 computer. Right. Right? Because that will be beyond my servicing capacity already. Mm -hmm. Unless I can find a way to reduce my other expenses. Then all is option. Now Mm. the question is, are there other options to taking up a new loan? For example... Let's say a father promised the son, if you do well in your exams, I'm going to let you have a dog. The father also promised the mother, the wife, we go holiday, you know, because now uh, we can travel. But the amount he has may not be able to go for holiday and still buy a dog. As you know, nowadays, the dog easily costs Mm -hmm. $8,000 to (laughs) $10,000. Easily. And a holiday for a family of three will easily cost another few thousands. So he does have some savings, but he can't, accommodate both. So what are the options here? Mm. Do not break his promise. The son really had got good result. So instead of going and buy a puppy, perhaps go to SPCA to adopt a dog. Oh, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. these are options. Mm-hmm. The son still get a dog. Mm-hmm. Father kept his promise mm-hmm. <laughs> and still can bring the family for a trip. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, mm-hmm. what is your power? I'm just curious, you work with people with debt problems all the time. How do you handle your debt? Do you use credit cards? Or? Okay, yes. <laughs> I do use credit card nowadays quite mm. a bit because nowadays a lot of things is tap mm. to pay and mm. go. And the good thing is that there is a record on what I spend on. Right. But I make it a point to pay off at the end of the month. Okay. When I say pay off, I mean the total outstanding, not mm. what the statement asked me to pay minimum payment. I see. So I get to have the convenience Mm -hmm. of using the card to make purchases Mm -hmm. and some cards of course allow me to earn some cash back and things like that but I don't have to worry about chalking up debts because I paid off yes thank you so much for sharing your insights Wei-Bin I mean it's a lot to think about and you've made great points about how people with debt problems can come from all walks of life and Debt becomes an issue when you're borrowing more and more and you have to borrow to pay debt and to pay for your living expenses. And we have to remember not to make too many commitments at once. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thanks to my guest, Tan Hui Min. If you enjoyed our podcast, give us a five-star rating and review. You can also email us at cnapodcasts at mediacorp.com.sg. The team behind this episode is Jacqueline Chan, Joanne Chan, Daniel Lee, and Crispina Robert. Till next time, this is Sarah Calvi.